everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast. Um, the podcast that honestly is a little nervous to be recording. And I'll explain in a minute. Because um, this time of year, November, okay? November is... A busy time for people like me. November, December, spilling into January. It's a busy time um, because I work in the education space, specifically the college access space for high school students. And when you do that, right, November, especially when you live in California, um, the deadline for a lot of these colleges is November 30th which means you got to get all of these applications prepared before November 30th. And then there's some colleges that are due November 15th if you want to apply early. Some are due December 1st, right? So it's a busy um, time for me, right? Which means that time that I would spend recording a podcast for some time is now spent um, doing all that stuff, like preparing these apps for for submission or helping the students prepare for submission, right? So it's a little bit busy. I had to move some space around to finally get a chance to record, right? But here's why I'm nervous to record, actually, right? That was just why I haven't recorded in a minute. Here's why I'm nervous to actually record. And if this goes bad, you'll never hear this, but so... Thanksgiving was recently, right? So it is currently Sunday. Thanksgiving was Thursday, okay? And I did not see my extended family for Thanksgiving. I wasn't gathering in a large group because I felt like that wasn't the move this year. And I think a lot of people felt that way, but a lot of you didn't. But I think that I want this virus to be out of here right as soon as possible and the way for me to do that is to not see my extended family on thanksgiving but some people clearly didn't think or feel that way right um and i i had a small thanksgiving you know that's just how it is but now i have all this leftover thanksgiving food right because if there was 20 people here in my house right? Then, you know, people would eat the food. We wouldn't have as many leftovers. But now I'm just one person and I have so many leftovers. I have to eat so many leftovers because you don't want the things to go bad, you know. So I have to eat way more than I'm used to eating, right? Like Thanksgiving, you eat more than usual, right? You you make room for, for all the good stuff. But then, you know, the leftovers come through when you eat sort of normally eat on a normal schedule, but I'm eating on a somewhat normal schedule like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but like it's more than what I'm usually eating, right? Just I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this food through my system and not wasted and I'm, I'm just trying to eat it, right? But one of those things that I'm trying to eat is Brussels sprouts, 
got a shit ton of Brussels sprouts that I need to get through, right? And I need to eat them because Thanksgiving food, it's not a lot of foliage usually, right? You have your mac and cheese, you have your yams, you have your turkey and ham. Like you have a lot of that the heavy stuff, but you don't get a lot of greens usually, right? I mean, as a black person, we eat greens, but you know, not like greens, really. Like not like actual healthy vegetables. So I have some of these Brussels sprouts and I'm going through them. Like I'm eating them with my meal because I need some some of that, you know, fiber or whatever the fuck vegetables have that make them good. I need some of that. But what's happening is I am farting like crazy. And this sounds bad, right? I was debating actually saying this out loud because it's low humor. I know that. Fart jokes aren't sophisticated. It's not deeply constructing a impactful moment. But that's the truth. I've been farting like crazy. And I wanted to record this 24 hours ago, but the farts were actually too loud, right? And I editing them out was going to be impossible and starting and stopping and starting and stopping if i was to do that then it would take me forever to edit them because i'm not the best at editing it takes me a little bit of time so doing all of that would have been would have been a hassle for sure right and it was like i can't i can't do this right because you're gonna hear farts and that's not what i want right so I ate a little less Brussels sprouts today. I had to eat some because remember, I don't want these foods to go bad. I'm not about wasting food, right? So I'm trying to put away as much as I can. I'm trying to eat as much as I humanly can, right? Um, But I ate less Brussels sprouts today to hopefully minimize the farts, right? Because these aren't like the silent but deadly farts. So they were silent but deadly. I could still work like with that, right? Like it would be uncomfortable on my end, right, in the recording area. But you, the listener, wouldn't have any type of issue with that, right? But these are not silent but deadly. These are, you know, Nagasaki bombs. Like these are not they're loud and deadly so i i just i can't have it right um so hopefully that goes well for me today and i don't blow up this podcast tonight um but yeah that's where where i'm at um and yeah there's been some interesting things that happened today like literally today i'm actually gonna pull up the um the internet maybe i'll get some supplementary in supplementary information from the internet i'm not sure but there was a youtube boxing match or should i say celebrity boxing match or novelty boxing match i'm not entirely sure but one thing that you gotta know about me i do not like boxing boxing is not my sport i do not watch boxing the last time i've watched boxing it was i think something with conor mcgregor but outside of conor mcgregor and manny pacquiao um i don't watch boxing i've never watched boxing and i don't particularly like mcgregor or pacquiao right i'm not like fans of theirs i wasn't watching because i was a fan 
I was watching because the boxing matches had some historical significance, but I'm not I'm not a fan in that way, right? So there's a boxing match today or Saturday, I guess. And it's Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. And just for a brief, if you don't know, Nate Robinson was a basketball player, a former NBA basketball player, who was unusually short for a basketball player. He's probably like 5'8". I'm actually going to um, double check that, um, Nate Robinson. But Nate Robinson's whole thing is that he is short. And Wikipedia is telling me that Nate Robinson is 5'9". It's also telling me that Nate Robinson is 36 years old, okay? A 36-year-old, 5'9", former NBA player, right? And I'm not mad at him trying out boxing. Like, that's not the issue here. The issue is he's fighting Jake Paul, right? And if you don't know who Jake Paul is, he is an internet personality, particularly YouTube. I'm looking at the... This, the Google Chrome right now, it's lists Jake Paul as an American YouTuber, right? Um, and he is hated by most, I would say, right? He is 23, I am 26, and I would say that most people in my age group do not like him. I think the majority of his fan base is younger people, like I would say... 13 and below and I think part of that like part of the fact that his audience is so young is why people hate him because they think that he's a bad influence on some of these kids right but he's fighting Jake Paul Nate Robinson and Jake Paul a 23 year old YouTuber and don't get it twisted YouTuber doesn't mean like wimp right YouTuber doesn't mean that you can't fight right but it's just the 23-year-old YouTuber versus a 36-year-old former NBA player, right, who are massively different in height, or ma massive might not be the right word, but I'm looking, it says that Jake Paul is 6'1", Nate Robinson, as mentioned, is 5'9", right, so the height difference is there, right, if 5'9", Jake Paul is like how many, like six inches, five inches taller than Nate Robinson, right? And yes, Nate Robinson was an elite athlete, but you you got to imagine that you lose a step at 36 compared to 23, right? So somehow this match is set up. I don't know how this match got set up, right? I don't follow boxing. I don't follow Jake Paul like that. I had no idea what Nate Robinson was doing up until yesterday, right? So this whole thing seemed like bizarre to me. And I was like, oh, this is some type of money grab, right? But people don't care, right? But then all of a sudden, I see on my Twitter timeline, like everyone caring and everyone talking about this. And then I found out that Mike Tyson is also boxing, right? Mike Tyson, one of the best boxers ever, is coming out of retirement, I guess, to box again. And that doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, I don't know why he tried to do that, right? Because it just, I feel like if you retire as one of the best, you just want to stay there, right? You don't want to get hit in the head again, right? You boxed for however many years, right? You took all those hits. You are unanimously thought of as one of the best ever, right? 
you know, you're done, right? I I feel like when I retire, right, I'm I'm done, right? That's that's just how I feel about it. Like if I come out of retirement, I don't ever imagine like coming out of retirement if I was a pro athlete, right? And I come out of retirement, right? Don't ask me for shit after that, right? If I retire, it's it's like Tony Larusa who came out of retirement to um, manage the Chicago White Sox, right? He's a Hall of Fame manager that came out of retirement. No, if I'm in the Hall of Fame, if I'm already one of the best and I'm done already, do not ask me to come back, right? I already came out on top. Why would I want to come back? That mentality doesn't make sense to me, right? But Mike Tyson is fighting, which in turn, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson are on the same ticket. Somehow, that doesn't make sense, right? But people are caring and people are watching this Jake Paul shit, right? And then Nate Robinson, our boy, right? Um, He got knocked out by Jake Paul, right? And I think if you're looking at just pure body type, right? Jake Paul, a 6'1", I don't know how much he weighs, right? But he's a 6'1", like muscular dude. And Nate Robinson is a 5'9", muscular dude, right? But just doing the eyeball test in a boxing match, you're going to take the 6'1 guy, a lot of the time, right? If this is a regular, like, street fight, if there are no, like, boxing rules, then I'm gonna take the short guy, actually, right? If there are no boxing rules, if there's no regulations, if this is just meet me outside, I'm going short guy, right? Because short people have a little bit more of an advantage in terms of, like, gravity-wise, and if you're going to fight dirty, short people will do or are willing to do, I think, more things, right? Just because they're more agile and I think the control of the body is a little bit different there. But in a boxing match, right, I'm going with the taller, more length, more reach. I'm going with that guy. And again, I'm not a big boxing fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a fan at all, right? But that's how... I would see it, right? And that seems to happen, right? And I watched a couple of highlights from the Nate Robinson fight on Twitter, and our boy Nate Robinson lost by knockout to Jake Paul, right? And people are making jokes or making memes about Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson, right? And sure, funny, like get your retweets, get your jokes off. We're all comedians on the internet. I get it, right? But what I have to think, and again, I did not see any hype for this fight. I didn't know what the lead-in was going into. I didn't see any weigh-ins. I didn't see any drama, beef, anything like that, right? But I cannot imagine that a lot of these black people that I saw on Twitter making these jokes were rooting for Jake Paul, right? I can't imagine. Boxing, one, Nate Robinson is black, by the way. I don't think I actually specified that, but Nate Robinson is black. Jake Paul is white. But um, I can't imagine that many black people actually rooting for Jake Paul. Boxing is such a racialized sport. I feel like boxing plays on race more so than a lot of sports, right, in terms of just, like, who you root for and, like, what the matchups look like, right? Boxing is such a racialized activity. I can't imagine 
too many black people were actually rooting for Jake Paul, right? But Jake Paul won in so many ways, right? Because these people who probably were not rooting for Jake Paul, probably don't like Jake Paul, are now talking about this guy in a positive way because he knocked out an NBA player. And if you're Nate Robinson, you lose in so many ways. One, and I don't know how many people follow this this closely, but I didn't know what Nate Robinson was up to. Like, your comeback into the spotlight ends in embarrassing fashion, right? Because even though Jake Paul is a lot taller and probably a lot muscular and more in his prime, right? You can't say I got knocked out by a YouTuber. Are you fucking me? If I'm a professional athlete and someone says... I got knocked out by a YouTuber. I am retiring. I am, you know, taking whatever money I earn, locking myself up, and not coming out, right? Jake, Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson. Who knows when we will see Nate Robinson in the spotlight again? Can Nate Robinson live this down? Probably, right? But I don't know what this move is, was for Nate Robinson, Right, I saw a little bit from Nate Robinson's Twitter, not a lot, just a little sniblet of of Nate Robinson's Twitter saying he was like fighting for his family or the ancestors or blah blah blah. And you might have well been fighting for that, right? You might have been fighting for everybody back home, right? I don't doubt that necessarily, right? But you're doing that by fighting the YouTube guy? Like, the guy that everyone already doesn't like from YouTube, like, you're you're doing it because of, of that guy, right? It just, the whole thing is so bizarre to me. I actually don't even know, right, who won the Mike Tyson fight. It says Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, right? And I'm looking at CBS Sports because I really don't know. It says Tyson and Jones fight to draw in exhibition mats. Okay, so nobody won there, right? But that, it, it's, those whole thing is so bizarre, and I'm not gonna lie, I barely know who Roy Jones Jr. is, right? But fighting in this way, like, is it for charity? Is it just for fun? Mike Tyson is like, I don't know, 55, 60 years old. This man, Roy Jones Jr., is... 51 years old, right? So I guess we're we're evenly matched there. I can see the sort of appeal of 50-year-olds fighting, right? I'm not going to lie, until right now, I thought Roy Jones Jr. was much younger than that, and it was part of my confusion, but I guess Roy Jones Jr. is about the same age as Mike Tyson. But again, I would rather see 50-year-olds fight in a street fight. I would rather see 50-year-olds fight when there's no rules attached, right? Boxing with all these rules attached, right, where these 50-year-old guys fight in a draw, right? I might as well watch arm wrestling if that's going to be the case, right? And I'm sorry if you like boxing. I'm not trying to say that liking boxing is dumb or bad or anything like that. It's just it's never been me, right? Like my... um my family i didn't grow up watching boxing my dad doesn't talk about boxing i don't i don't watch it right so in here like 
if I'm going to watch a boxing match, right, the significance has to be higher. The stakes have to be higher. And if I'm going to watch some 50-year-old dudes do it, I'd rather see some dirty fighting. I'd rather see some street fighting, some meet me outside, right? Bring, don't bring any backup, just one-on-one, that type of thing, right? I'd rather see that. I'd watch a movie, actually. Like, you know how there's movies and, like, sometimes, like, the troubled kid gets into a fight, like, on the street? Like, I'd like to see that, like, but the troubled kid is a troubled 51-year-old and just gets himself into a fight on the street. That's something I'd want to see, but I don't necessarily want to see... A pro boxing match between the two, right? But if it's for like charity or something, then I guess I'm okay with it. Like, if there's something that's like a greater cause that this is for, then I guess I'm okay with it. But other than that, it just seems so bizarre. This whole thing is not making any sense to me at all, right? But I'm actually shocked that Mike Tyson did not win. Right. Um, I feel like coming back and choosing another 50 role opponent, like I felt like Mike Tyson would win that pretty decisively, but I guess not. I'm not a boxing man, so I don't know. But I mean, I'm kind of surprised that Mike Tyson didn't win. But other than that, we talked a little bit about YouTuber Jake Paul. Right. And there's another YouTuber that. I didn't want to talk about exactly, but we're here. It's Shane Dawson again, right? And I've talked about Shane Dawson in the past a couple of times, but Shane Dawson is at it again. I I regret to inform you that he is at it once again. That was water. That was a water bottle. I don't know if that picked up on camera, but that was kind of loud. Um, but Shane Dawson, right? He, um, got in trouble probably about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago for performing a sex act on a cat, right? He admitted to it on his own podcast that he performed a sex act on his cat, right? It's very gross. I'm not going to detail his details right now, but just know that he boldface admitted to some really heinous actions towards a cat, right? And then when that happened, we also saw surface surfaced footage, right, of um, Shane Dawson doing some inappropriate, and I mean wildly inappropriate things to a dog, right? And I don't know how far that dog video surfaced, but there's a literal video of Shane Dawson sexually harassing a dog, right? Very, very disturbing stuff, right? Um, And I saw on Twitter, right, that Shane Dawson got a new pet cat, right? It was just like a blip on the Twitter timeline. And I was like, I didn't actually tweet this out, but I was like, oh no, right? This person performed a sex act on a cat. And that is like literal public knowledge, right? Like he is known by millions of people like online right and it is on the record that at the very least right people think that he performed a serious sex act 
on a cat and i personally believe that he did it right from what i know about shane dawson i personally believe that he performed a sex act on a cat right and they let him have another cat like where did they get this cat from i'm sure i can find where they got this cat from but seriously where did they get this cat from right i think it's him and i think it's his husband boyfriend um they got the cat together right but here's the thing right it's one thing for someone who admitted to doing such awful things to a cat to get another cat right and it's like oh no what's happening like someone please protect that cat right i feel like if you know that someone did such a horrible thing to a cat and you see that they get another cat right i think it's perfectly logical to be like someone please get that cat away from that man right because that cat is in danger legitimately in danger right and then i see today maybe yesterday but i see today Shane Dawson's cat died, right? He got the cat at this point, right? Probably like 10 days ago, maybe less than that, right? Um, But he got this cat like anywhere from a week to a week and a half ago. And the cat is dead. What? What? I mean, at what point do we have to bring in higher authorities, right? And I'm not a big call the cops on everyone type of person, right? But at what point does PETA get involved? At what point does animal control get involved? At what point do the proper authorities get involved, right? Because it seems to me that this man, Shane Dawson, has no business being around any sort of domestic animal, right? Any sort of cat or dog does not seem to be safe in Shane Dawson's hands, right? And I'm not going to lie. This wasn't my first reaction when I heard the cat died. My first reaction when I heard the cat died was, this is the funniest death of a cat I had ever seen, right? I was like, oh, this is hilarious. I'm not going to outright say that it's hilarious because it's the death of a cat in on its face that is not hilarious but the way it was presented in a tweet i was like why is this cat's death so funny right but then i learned what happened i did a twitter search right to see what happened with shane dawson's cat which i am learning now is was named mario um but i want to see what happened to shane dawson and his cat mario and from twitter right and I'm assume, I'm assuming that what Twitter was said was pulled from a video that Shane Dawson was on or some audio because I saw some links, but I didn't bother to look that much into the story of a cat dying. Um, but apparently Shane Dawson has some huskies or like some some big dogs. Right. And the cat got involved with the husky dogs. Right. And the huskies got the cat right and now i'm like okay like these people shane dawson and i believe it is his husband um these people are not capable of of handling an animal 
in that way, right? They're not capable of doing that. But somehow, people keep giving them animals, right? And in the video I saw of Shane Dawson being um, inappropriate with a dog, that dog was not a husky. I know that for a fact. I don't know what kind of dog it was, but it was not a husky. Um, but apparently, he had, Shane Dawson has huskies or a husky that really got got this cat and ended the cat that's it's so it's so weird this whole situation right i feel like 2020 is a year of unrelenting sadness and tragedy so of course like this stuff right all the stuff that happened today on November, I don't know what day it is, like 28, 29, right? All the stuff that happened today is just going to be a blip on the 2020 radar. I know that, right? But it's still like, it's bananas. Like this stuff is bananas, right? All all of this stuff, I'm like just looking at the news. I had other things to do today, but I'm looking at what's going on and I'm like, this is preposterous, right? Like, if this was, like, a normal non-pandemic year, right, I don't know, like, how, where Shane Dawson is, but I feel like the the authorities get involved on this cat and dog stuff in some capacity, right? Does a Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight happen in a normal timeline? No. No, that doesn't happen in a normal fucking timeline. Of course not. But that this is this is what's happening now, and it's oh my god, it's, it it blows my mind at times, right? Um, but while we're here, while we have a couple of things left to talk about, one, I want to acknowledge my favorite Korean baseball team, the NC Dinos, because my Dinos are Korean champions. They are KBO champions. Okay. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you would know that I threw my support behind the NC Dinos when I started following Korean baseball, right? I threw my support behind them. I like their logo. I like their vibe. I was like, okay, I am an NC Dinos fan. I feel comfortable supporting this team. So I did. Little did I know, the NC Dinos would dominate the season. This is a team, the NC Dinos, this is a team that had not won a championship before. This is a new team that was established in 2011, right? The NC Dinos dominated the entire KBO. They did, right? In terms of like sheer dominance, there's no team better than the NC Dinos in 2020. The NC Dinos were the world's best team, the best team in the literal world in 2020. That's going to go overlooked when the historians write the history of 2020, when people document this year and all the ups and downs and we remember and we reminisce. The fact that the NC Dinos were the best team of the year in any country, in any sport, right? That's going to get overlooked, we're, it's what's not going to get overlooked is that they won, right? It's not going to be that they won. It's going to be that the dominant fashion 
in which they sort of held themselves over the league that I don't think is going to get retained. But in this year where everything is wacky, the NC Dinos were the best team in the world, right? You can try and argue with me, but you're going to be wrong, okay? Okay, we're going to be wrong on that. But just want to shout out the NC Dinos. And yeah, I'm proud that I picked a team that ended up being really good. That ended up being the best team. I didn't pick them because they were the best team. But they end up being the best team, right? It's just a little bit of joy that's been getting me through a lot, right? And now, other news in sports. The other news is the Denver Broncos do not have a quarterback because all of the quarterbacks were exposed to the coronavirus. And I don't know about you, but this is both ridiculous, sad, and hilarious, right? It's sad and ridiculous because the virus is bad and I don't wish the virus on anyone, right? But the Denver Broncos are going to play a game with no quarterback. Like, I don't know who they're going to stick at quarterback, but all of their quarterbacks are out because they've been infected or potentially, right? So they have to stick someone who hasn't played quarterback in literal years at quarterback, right? And where it's hilarious is I want to see that. I'm a, a Raiders fan. I do not like the Denver Broncos in the slightest, right? I do not want them to win ever, basically, right? But a Denver Broncos game, a professional NFL game, where one team is not suiting up a proper quarterback, that seems hilarious. I can see the hilarity ensuing already, right? And the thing is, when I saw this, it said that Denver does not plan to forfeit, right? It, they do not plan to to forfeit. And that is something that I think is actually dumb, right? And they're playing the Saints, right? The Broncos are playing the Saints. The Saints are a good team, although the Saints are without their quarterback, their starting quarterback as well. But the Saints are a good team. And the Broncos, they chose not to forfeit. They chose to pull up to one of the best teams in the league, right? The Saints are 8-2. and two. Out of 10 games, the Saints are 8-2. and two. The Broncos are 4-6, and six, right? So they decided to pull up to a really good team with no quarterback. Instead of just forfeiting, instead of just taking, taking the loss like they are probably going to do. They said no. They said no. They said, unhand me, you overlords. No, we are not swine that you order around. We will do our own thing. We will not forfeit. We will fight to the end. They threw down their shackles and they said, no, we are going to play. And while that is honorable, they're going to lose, most likely. You can never predict sports in that way. But they're going to lose. And it's going to be with someone, I'm imagining, the one wide receiver on any given team that played quarterback when they were a senior in high school. They got converted to receiver for whatever reason. And every once in a while, they get a trick play where they get to throw the ball 20 yards 
And football fans love that. They eat that up. The flea flicker, the trick plays. Football fans love the the reverse. They love seeing things that are unexpected. All of that, right? That guy now gets to live out the high school dream of being a quarterback, right? The guy that sometimes gets the trick play, I would assume that's the guy going to be quarterback. But here's the thing, whoever that quarterback is, who, excuse me, the thing, whoever that quarterback is, is not going to be good. That quarterback doesn't know the playbook in that way. That quarterback doesn't call the plays in that way for however long, right? It's going to be so bad, right? And normally I don't like bad football. I think bad basketball you can tolerate to an extent. Bad baseball you can tolerate in a different way, right? Because at least with like bad basketball, bad baseball, right? It's not like a real grind because one team is usually doing really, really well, right? And you get to see one team put on like impressive offensive displays usually. But in the NFL, an impressive offensive display right oftentimes doesn't happen when football is bad if that makes sense like bad football right is usually just like real bad and it's just like oh get me get me away from this whereas bad basketball if a team plays bad basketball i at least get to see some slam dunks right but bad football is just like oh it's just sad to watch i don't i can't explain it fully but it's just sad to watch right but this, this, my friends, this is potential to be pure comedy. It's at 105, right? And I don't know if I'll be able to access this game. This game looks like it's at Denver. It's at Denver and it is on Fox. So I might have access to this game. We'll see. Um, but I am so intrigued to see how bad the Denver Broncos play, right? And this is just another bad day for my enemies, right? As a Raiders fan, right, in recent memory, I can remember in recent memory, the Broncos just being such an entity that I despise, right? They were my enemy in a way. Same thing with the Chargers, right? Same thing with the 49ers. They were my enemy, right? And now, right, it's so tough for my enemy, right? My enemy is going through a tough time. They're hobbled. They're not at full capacity. But guess what, enemy? I don't care. I don't care. You are my enemy, and I want you to struggle, right? And this is what you're doing, struggling, right? And you're going to lose to this to this good team, right? Thanks for the boost in the standings, my, my guys, right? You could have forfeited, right? But now they're going to play this whole game with no quarterback, risk injury, risk everything, and I I hope I can see it. I'm going to try my best to tune in and see what these Denver Broncos try to do. If they win, I'm going to be highly disappointed, right? But I don't think that they will win. So there's that, right? And I am going to um, end it there on this note that sometimes, right, if you plot on your enemy's downfall for long enough, you will live to see your enemy's downfall. And I think that's beautiful. Honestly, I do. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to end it there because to be honest, I am holding in a fart and it's going to be loud. So I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening, watching, paying attention, doing what you got to do. Remember, your enemies will fall down several times and you got to make sure you enjoy when your enemies fall down. Okay, that is a word of advice for me. Right. When your enemies fall down. Right. You don't have to be none of that bigger person shit, at least not right away. You can enjoy it for a little bit. But anyway, yeah, thank you for listening and all of that. I will see you next time, hopefully with less gas and less paperwork to do. All right. See you next time. Love you. Goodbye. Dot com.